Yeah, yeah. 
flamboyant entertainment. Yo, y'all fellas like to stress them chicks, impress them chicks, spend money to dress them chicks. I sex them chicks and send them home. Coleone is known to be stoned. When I bone, I'm rubbered up in case that shit full blown. The other night around 8 p.m., pockets crazy slim, jumped out with the gray BM, went to the ATM, took a thou out. Then later on, I had the wild out in the club, knocked some coward in his pile out. Then afterwards, went to the restroom, pissed for style out. Now I'm thinking, what chick number I could dial out? Cause it's L, the Harlem pit, baby. For real, I got more dimes than that sprint lady. And that's ill, play your hands, be giving me harsh looks. But I'm trying to sell records like Garth Brooks. So F them all, when it's cold, I throw the skelly on. Illegal chips keep my celly on. Mega ice is what I'm heavy on. If it ain't Chris Boo, I guess it's Perry on. If the nine-nine's too tight, I throw some jelly on. They'll try to tax and watch the nine-nil burst. I've been off the scene over three years and cats are still thirst. They hear Big L drop an ill verse. So all you unsigned cats that want to battle, get a deal first. I sport the bulletproof, fitted hat, that attitude. You better get rid of that. Wherever you force is where you gon' get it at. What? I stay strapped, I go to sleep with my steel. Making figures while you broke cats, keeping it real. L is rap, most live as cat. I'm getting stacks while you asking people, do you want flies with that? I rob bags in a staircase, no mask, bare face. The one police wouldn't dare chase. Keep my gear laced. Do I walk around without pace? No way, pal. Word up, my money longer than the OJ trap. Should expect me to go platinum. That's the only reason why I'm rapping. And since L pass, niggas expect me to make it happen. With no release date, I sell in each state. I'm the type of driver Philly for a cheesesteak. So what I'm a Harlem king, doing my thing. My name ring, chains and dames with the fame bring. After platinum, it's the same thing. And niggas will never learn. Till I pull a steel and make they love a burn. You don't get another turn. Game's over, use my flamethrower, rearrange a rover, Harlem soldier, wait till I get older, and we won't stop, I thought Mace soldier, niggas stand, he do what he gotta, and these haters can't do me nada, being the bottom, with a lot of enchilada, These niggas beat them on the chill, fuck that. These rap niggas with the mills, we deduct that. I ask all my ghetto cats, where my love at? Now where the bruise and the drugs at? Corrupt cats catch slug hats. Ask the feds where the bugs at? Puff with the dread, cause I puff black. Hide till I die, and you can trust that. All I wanna know is the club pack. I see the haters sweating shorty, but I dug that. She put my nutsack back where her lungs at. Little hoe, and them niggas who owe, get up that. Huh, it's me and Cody, like Eddie and Noki. Go ahead and provoke me. Heard you rap, wanna rhyme, better be dopey. Still digging, still living, still giving. Y'all the ill written, still fucking like Bill Kim.
I got a letter from the government the other day. I opened and read it. It said they were suckers. They wanted me for their army or whatever. Picture me giving a damn. I said never. Here's a land that never gave a damn about a brother like me and myself because they never did. I wasn't with it, but just that very minute it occurred to me. The suckers had authority. Cold sweating as I dwell in my cell. How long has it been? They got me sitting in a state pen. I gotta get out, but that thought was thought before. I contemplated a plan on the cell floor. I'm not a fugitive on the run, but a brother like me begun to be another one. Public enemy serving time, they drew the line, y'all. They criticized me for some crime. Nevertheless, they could not understand that I'm a black man and I can never be a veteran. On the strength of situations unreal, I got a raw deal. So I'm looking for the steal. I'm going for that steal. right now man playing these oldies uh, man you know killer oldies <laughs> man that was that was a great set 
We're doing our favorite producers for episode number nine. Damn, we're already in episode number nine. Damn, but uh, who's here? Who's in the house? Episode episode nine of what show? Oh, man, shit. Six in the morning, y'all. Six in the morning. (laughs) Word. (laughs) To my right. Who's to my right? What's up? What's up? It's Rafael. What's cracking? Who's to my left? There's Alex right here. At Carbohal Me, Carbohal.me. I figured I'd get my plugs in at the start in case people <laughs> only listen to plug part of this one, show. Plug one, plug one. It's a smart idea. Good job. Um, yeah, thank you for joining us again. This is episode number nine. Uh, hope you are, are relaxed and enjoy this episode of Classic Songs from our, for some of our favorite producers. Here on the third uh, song that you just heard, you heard a classic. My, I chose this one. This is the from the Bomb Squad. Uh, Public Enemy, Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos is the uh, name of the song. It's uh, from the uh, classic album, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back from 1988. And, you know, I actually chose this song because, you know, when it, it actually was a song because I liked it so much because of the, of the video. The video was a prison break. And it made me really think, you know, it's like, man, all these really well-known MCs are like in the prison and they're breaking out, you know, if you see the video. But, you know, it has a deep message. About you know <laughs> police brutality and you know it's it, it, it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie where you know the underrated comes out at the top at the end and unfortunately you know in this version you know it gets hanged and whatnot you know that's the the sound you hear at the end but you know it's a deep song when I was 13 years old when it came out you know it, it had a deep emotional sort of uh, you know feeling to to it so. You know, so to me, it was really deep. You can't go wrong with, with Public Enemy, you know? Yeah, you know, and, you know, I'm always biased. That's my favorite album ever. But, uh, yeah, number two, we heard uh, Hold It Down from Big Al. Uh, the album's called Big Picture. Uh, it comes out in, in the year 2000. came out in the year 2000. Uh, you chose it out, Ralph. Yeah, that was my cut, uh, Big L. Uh, any, any excuse to play Big L. Uh, actually, that song's produced by Pete Rock uh, and hands down. Uh, well, I don't want to say hands down. At least one hand down. He's one of my, one of my favorite producers. Uh, very soulful. Uh, every sound, sa- you know, heavy sample. Uh, SP 1200. You can just hear hear him work the magic on the SP on every one of those tracks. Every one of his tracks. The beauty of uh, Pete Rock is uh, he has his fingerprints in, uh, in almost every song or you know sound that you could associate with uh you know the golden era of hip-hop you know again we're probably dating ourselves but everybody appreciates the golden era of hip-hop uh between him and you know premiere uh, you can't you can't go you can't mention the, the golden era without them too uh, <laughs> so I, I you got i gotta love pete rock and uh, big l together in, in, in one track you never heard a flute sample sounds so dull, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Who could take a, a flute and, a, and and twist it into a, a, a Thug Life song? Uh, it was perfect. Uh, everything about that song is just perfect. And it was just one year or so after he passed on, right? Yeah. That 99, right? Yeah, the actual record was released uh, soon after his death. Uh, Big L, rest in peace. So we'll be playing some uh, future Pete Rock songs in this episode yes, and some sir. Bomb Squad. And there's a third producer we're going to be highlighting and uh, the first song you heard here is the song, the classic represent from Nas Nasir Jones from the classic album Nomadic from 1994. And that was obviously Alex's pick. Uh, what's up with that song, man? Yeah, that was my pick, of course, produced by DJ Premier. When I learned that we were going to do our favorite producers for this episode, I thought it was going to be easy. I said, oh, it's a no-brainer, DJ Premier. But it actually ended up being pretty difficult because <laughs> then I had to choose 
only three DJ Premier songs. I actually had like a list of like 20 that I wanted to play. And uh, some of the ones that didn't make it, you're going to be hearing some of the instrumentals in the background as I talk, as we all talk, actually. But yeah, I figured I'd play that one because uh, Nas is one of the greatest rappers ever. So this is like a perfect combination of one of the greatest producers ever and one of the uh, greatest rappers ever. Yeah, I love that song. It's one of, uh, I think, two songs produced by Premier from the Illmatic album. The other one, of course, being the uh, the, the opener, New York State of Mind. Uh, we'll probably throw this in there, throw the instrumental as I talk. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, now that we're talking about Illmatic, you know, Pete Rock had his uh, hands on Illmatic as well. Uh, he had the cut, he produced the cut. Um, uh, one Love. One no, love. One Love was done by Q-Tip. Oh yeah, that was Q-Tip. Huh? Oh really? Pete yeah. Rock, no, Pete Rock. No, the world is yours. The, the world oh, the world is, world is yours. That's what I was having yeah, in my head. Sorry, right, yeah, yeah, you're right. World is yours. And of course, on episode one, we learned that the sample from uh, the world is yours. Uh, it's yours, of course. Yeah, it's uh, Tila Rock. Tila Rock. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the beauty of this is, you know, it's kind of hard to narrow down best producers, and you know, we're this we can't cover everything in this episode, but we're covering our favorite ones. It's kind of like picking your favorite kid if you have kids. If you don't, none of us have multiple kids, but it's kind of hard. Like so you do have a favorite kid. Yeah, right? I do. I have one favorite kid. Shout out to the little baby King Ron. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's like like Alex said, just narrowing down the selection of these songs. Fuck that shit was hard. Yeah, which, but it was a great exercise just going through the process. Uh, you know, we all picked a, a great selection of producers. So. Dope, dope. So we're going to go into our next set uh, of songs from DJ Premier, Pete Rock, and the Bomb Squad. We're going to start off with a classic from Primo, A Million and One, uh, a million and one Questions from Jay-Z, In My Lifetime, Volume 1. Uh, comes out came out in 1997. Uh, Alex, what's up with that? Yeah, again, like I was saying, uh, the first song I picked is a uh, premiere with one of the greatest rappers ever, so I figured uh, we'll keep that trend going. Premiere with another one of the greatest rappers ever, Jay-Z. It's probably my favorite Jay-Z song ever. Of course, produced by the great DJ Premier. Chris Martin is his name. Uh, so the original Chris Martin music, I think it was like Chris Martin from Coldplay. Oh, Coldplay, that's funny. Right? I didn't even think about that. This is uh, Christopher Edward Martin, a.k.a. DJ Premier, originally from Texas, which a lot of people don't know. A lot of people associate him with New York, of course, for obvious reasons. But he's originally from Texas. Uh, of course, DJ Premier, half of the uh, classic group Gangstar. We'll be hearing some Gangstar instrumentals in the background, too. I think some of the ones I picked were, uh, what did I pick from Gangstar? Code of the Streets, Mass Appeal. Be hearing some of those. But like we said, let's get into Jay-Z. A Million and One Questions. Probably my favorite Jay-Z song ever. I second that motion. Let's uh-huh. did it again, niggas. <laughs> Fucked up, right? <laughs> I know. I know what y'all niggas asking yourself. Is he gonna ever fall off? No. A lot of speculation on the monies I've made, honeys I've slayed. How is he for real? Is that nigga really paid? Hustlers I've met or dealt with direct. Is it true he stayed in beef and slept with a tech? What's the position you hold? Can you really match a triple platinum artist buck by buck? But only a single going gold. Rockefeller shit fold. And you left out in the cold. Is it back to charge your motherfuckers 11 for a O? For the millionth time asking me. Questions like Wendy Williams harassing me. They get upset when I catch feelings. Can I get a minute to breathe? And in that minute you leave. While I'm looking at my row, ice spinning on my sleeve. 
believe? Ugh, nice watch. Do you really have a spot? Like you said in front of four, and if so, what block? What you doing in LA with Filipinos and essays, Latinos and Chevys down by Pico with Federico? I answer all your questions, but then y'all got to go. Now the question I ask you is how bad you wanna know? Black. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. How we do? Uh huh. Uh huh. How we do? 98 Primo remix, and ain't nothing different. I don't know what the hell niggas been sniffing. Jigger still dipping, chrome on the whips and four days out the week, find me in the kitchen. Still in the game, nigga, hook like glue. Poppy gave me one pie, but it cooked like two. I'm a crook like you. Cats around my way was buying brand new whips and shit. What could I do? No one I'm supposed to style. I'm the hustler's poster child. Rock lizards and crocodile. Live ironic and whatnot. Put all that ice on the face of a watch just to make it hot. Now you see me on them stages, rocks in the air, looking like blue lasers. Never fool gazers, act courageous. I smack 'em with the two aces, Mac double one. Nigga, I'm troublesome. All I got for chicks, hard dick and bubble gum. Flip bricks like Fred Barney, rubbing them. It's the Rockefeller click. What's fucking with them? Not a damn thing, nigga. We doing our damn thing. Black. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. How we do? Come on. Sounds so beautiful, don't you agree, ladies and gentlemen? Ha. Well, they call me Jehovah 'cause the flow is religious. Never since I was 16, I was holding digits. I'm seeing this industry clearer, as if I had coke in the trunk and cops in the rear mirror. I slow flows y'all to death, so y'all hoes know who's best. Jigger, the flow beat. I bendito for the mommies. I hablé español, bequito. Oh, at day I got time and like a Segway. Now holla back, baby. Uh huh. Uh. JC, you motherfucking right. In the darkest nights, let off my gun for light. They got y'all through. Show you how it's done. I'm the question and the answer, like I've a son. Just be private ones, no gate to lift. So when I take flight, it's from Hangar Six. Bang with this, wake up with one in your brain, and the cocaine flows straight, numbing your pain. This ain't your speed, young man. Running your lane, so I could come through doing a hundred and change. I put one in your frame. Picture that. Who's running the game? Let's get to that. I guess we one in the same. A million and one. Once again, Novocaine flow. Ho, you ain't know. Like a baller in an Impala, jigger remain low. Then I pop up, tear your block up, and kick off like soccer in a Range Rover. Twist hoes like ankles to the next time, nigga. I hit y'all with a million more. In effect, y'all. I say the house of pain is in effect. You know the house of pain is in effect, y'all. And anyone that steps up is getting wrecked.
Get up, pack it in, let me begin. I came to win, battle me, that's a sin. I won't ever slack up, punk, you better back up. Try and play the role and you're the whole crew will act up. Get up, stand up, come on, throw your hands up. If you got the feeling, jump up, touch the ceiling. Monks, let's a funk flow. Someone's fucking junk, yeah, I'll bust them in the eye. And then I'll take the punks home. Feeling funky, amps in the trunk. And I got more rhymes than this cops that are dunking. Donut shop, show up, I got props from the kids on the hill. Plus my mom and my pops. I came to get down, I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around. Jump around. Jump up and get down. Jump around. Check it out, Jump around. Jump up and get down. Jump up, jump up and get down. Jump, 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 jump. If your girl steps up, I'm smacking the hoe Word to your moms, I came to drop bombs I got more rhymes than the Bible's got songs And just like the prodigal son, I've returned Anyone stepping on me, you'll get burned Cause I got lyrics, but you ain't got none If you come to battle, bring a shotgun But if you do, you're a fool, cause I do to the death Trying to step to me, you take your last breath I got the skill, come get your bill Cause when I shoot the gift, I shoot the kill I came to get down, I came to get down So get out your seat and jump around Jump around, jump up and get down. Jump around, check it out, jump around. Jump up and get down. Jump up, jump up and get down. Jump, jump. Listen to the sound that pounds. I jump around. I'm no clown. I get down to the funk. Listen to the wig out and step to the rear, dear, 'cause I'm here. The P to the E to the T E rockin' the runs in your stockings. So hun, put the rockin'. Chillin' with the house of pain. Blood stains the ground. Huh, I jump around. I'm the cream of the crop. I rise to the top. I never eat a pig 'cause a pig is a cop. But better yet, a Terminator like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Tryin' to play me out like as if my name was Sega. But I ain't goin' out like no punk bitch. Get used to one style of yo, and I might switch it up, up and around. Then buck, buck, get down, put out your head, and then you wake up in the dawn of the dead. I'm coming to get ya, I'm coming to get ya. Spitting out lyrics, homie, I wet ya. I came to get down, I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around, jump around, jump up and get down, jump around, jump around, jump up, jump up and get down, jump. It's the other man. Sound and tone. The time will be 12 a.m. Ready. 
in the intro. Cue up the searchlight, promise to the center stage. I grab the first mic. Rejecting the voice with this mic that I'm cuffing. You ain't my knuckle, sucker, I'm snuffing. The word of the third stands true, so no panicking. Man versus man. You freeze up like a mannequin. Petro, you let go the wax for the new jack to dwell upon. You're stepping on the trigger as the tune smacks. Square in the butt. Pete gave me the cue, so I'ma put up a shut up until my jam is through. But for now, I wanna freak him. So I'll embark. Spark and mission five feet away past dog. Don't park, there's no stand. Or I'll play the five. Oh, you don't stop moving until the search says so to keep the tribe open. Shooting out the play em. Three the hard way to keep you stepping to the AM. I respond to a silver dome microphone One step beyond Straight to 88 to the curves of the 90s I'm universal Set a line free behind me to three the hard way to jackpot Awaken Satan's trying to take cheap shots We groove crowds, the three stand proud The brothers round away, sit down and say How'd you do this? Ludicrous rhythm of rhyme Anticipated like a bottle of high Catch up, no catch up Cause you fell behind, I'm stepping to the AM Dicking down, swap P night skims over lyrics I pick them Strong and long and wrong, I stick him. He's the law with the sword. With my cable swing. Like the pit of the pendulum. Pete Knight's bringing a sunrise with no lies legitimate. And you despise. Envy this MC's magnitude. So realize. The MC The DJ DJ. Until the next time I keep you stepping to the AM. Strength of my vocab. Put you under, you're a gunner. You're forgetting you had lyrics to the AM, but the house needs a swinger. You stu- 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 stutter, but I'm a stinger. My rhyme's so potent, I wrote a minute seven in. You're just a stunt, seeking a settlement, the lyrical line. The article original. A flick like a convict. I ain't no criminal, scheming on a cable, a slob and a knob. You play me like a foul boy. How you living, Hobbs? Now moving to the AM, the master spoon feeding out a jumper. You're bumping a freak while I'm jeeing. Peter, let the record spin. Search to get a second win. Motivate the crowd to a step until the AM. Step into the mic to 
club until daylight. Oh, six in the morning loves the killer oldies. Those are some jams right there. But you know what? Before we even talk about uh, these songs and uh, our, some of more, some of our other songs from our favorite producers, who's uh, who's in the house here as a special guest? Hey, what's up, man? It's King Raw out here. Hey, man. <laughs> Laid back, King Raw. Yeah, man. Thank you for joining us again. I think it's a sleepy. I need to take a nap. Hey, man. King that's Ra. sleep raw right Bruh. there. all right man so uh, we just heard some great songs Uh, we uh, ended it with uh, third base damn third base base. step step into the AM from the Cactus album 1989 it's a classic uh, Bomb Squad song Um, and just talk a little bit more about Bomb Squad you know Bomb Squad was a five member team Uh, the Hank Shockley Key Shockley Shockley Brothers uh, last names actually were Boxley uh, Chuck D. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're bo- yeah, they were brothers. Yeah, Boxley was their last name. And Eric- they changed it to Shockley just after the hip hop name. Yeah, and uh, Eric D. and Nam Saller and Gary G. Wiz made a lot, a lot of classics. Uh, you heard a couple of them right here. PE, Third Base also worked with some pop songs. I don't know if you even knew that they had something to do with um, uh, Bell Biv DeVoe. Oh shit! Yeah, the Poison album. They produced Poison. I don't think they did, but they worked on the album, though. Well, that song Poison has a cool G rap sample, yeah. right? Poison, Poison. Yeah, and he got paid wow. for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and some other uh, uh, groups. But, uh, yeah, the Bomb Squad sound was definitely part of my childhood um, connection to hip-hop that was really heavy with the political messages involved with the music. So, for me, it was something that was, like, beyond the classroom, you know? It, it was, like, my everyday uh, movements and whatnot. But uh, we also heard a classic, uh, the Jump Around remix from Pete Rock, uh, produced by Pete Rock. Heavy Machine Gun. <laughs> With uh, House of Pain, the artist House of Pain. This is a 1992 song. Uh, so what's up, Rafa? What's up with that Yeah, song? yeah, that, that was me. Uh, that original House of Pain, we all know, was uh, produced by DJ Muggs. It's a, it's a classic, and uh, you know, no one would think that you could, that song could get any better. Yeah. But let uh, Pete Rock get a hold of him, get a hold of anything, and he could just reinvent a song. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know what that should have to do with that. <laughs> that, was Kim Rock. that was awesome. He'll even reinvent it. Oh, yeah. Would, would you say that Pete Rock nailed it? <laughs> he nailed that remix. We, we distracted Ralph. Go ahead and finish your thoughts. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, nowadays a remix is you just take the same beat, throw on a couple other heads on there, and all of a sudden it's a new song, right? It's essentially a way to either put somebody on with, on a popular song that's already popular, or to get some additional sales on a on a song that's a, already exists. The thing about Pete Rock is he has, I mean, he's famous for all of his remixes. He's uh, he has this uncanny ability of just remaking songs and, you know, taking them and twisting them and all of a sudden adding a soul touch to it and uh, now you have a whole new song. Uh, if you haven't done your... <laughs> one, of the gr- one of the greatest remixes he's done, he actually remixed the whole Jay-Z classic album, uh, Black, yeah. uh, they released in 2003. He remixed the whole thing yeah. and the whole thing is just reinvented. So if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to that, I recommend you go online and download it. It's available still online on... Uh, that pay for any of the mixtape rec- mix uh, uh, websites you know, yeah. for free so just go out there and get it it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing yeah. um, one more thing about Pete Rock is, is is the way he takes his samples are very he layers uh, every aspect of his samples from uh, isolating sounds of flutes and uh, winds 
to his beats and the break beats and then even vocals and he just layers it in a way that it's, uh, you know, a signature sound that's Pete Rock's uh, own identity. Um, he's influenced everybody from, you know, Jay Dilla to, to Kanye. Uh, he's had his hands on, you know, what we were talking about earlier. Uh, he produced the original version of uh, Biggie's Juicy. Uh, that's an iconic song. Crazy. Uh, you know, you, you listen to Juicy, you think about Notorious Big, but then you realize that you know, shit is fucking Pete Rock. You know, him and his crew, I mean, his group, uh, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth. Uh, Troy, they reminisce over you. That's a classic song. Uh, we'll throw on that uh, that beat in the background. Uh, once instrumental. We, instrumental. Uh, that that song alone, you know, whether you're a hip hop fan or not, you'll recognize the beat as soon as you hear it. Uh, you know, Pete Rock is just the shit, you know. And who's his cousin? I don't know. Who's his cousin? Who's his cousin? Famous cousin. Who's uh, Pete Rock's cousin? Yeah. Jay LaRock? Heavy D? Heavy D! Oh, that's right. Heavy D! Heavy Of course, speaking of uh, uh, T-R-O-Y, uh, he was a dancer for Heavy D. Yeah, right? Trouble T-Roy. No, Trouble T-Roy. The song they reminisce over you is dedicated to uh, Trouble T-Roy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he had his hands on a uh, trap called Quest, you know, um... Jazz, we got the jazz. He produced oh, yeah. that song. Yeah, that's right. You know, Common. We talked about it earlier. What episode was it when he, uh, with the Chicago episode? Common. Mm. He, he produced the the, the comeback, you. the bitch and you. We come back to Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, it's a fucking nice cube. My bad. Um, obviously, Nas. He's he's done. He's worked with everybody. I know. Next year, he has a a track that he helped co-produce for Con, uh, for Kendrick. Oh, uh, for real? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he overseen the production. So he has the hook. And uh, some of the scratches and, and, and part of the production he co-produced that song. So he has a lot of stuff coming out. Yeah, a couple of uh, episodes uh, in the past we talked about how he has an album with uh, DJ Premier. Yeah, right. Which is the uh, first song that we heard in this segment, uh, the Million and One Questions from Jay Z. Alex already uh, talked about it. Uh, it's in the album in in my lifetime, Volume One, from 1997. But we should mention that we're still going to keep the Premier instrumentals going. We're going to hit some uh, Jeru the Damager, Ain't the Devil Happy. Come clean. My mind spray from uh, the sun rises in the east. One of my favorite albums, produced entirely by DJ Premier. Okay. And if you guys haven't had an opportunity, <laughs> some of the listeners to check out uh, Pete Rock versus DJ Premier. They battled it out book in uh, in, in uh, 2012. You could go on on YouTube and uh, catch the full eight minutes. Oh of yeah, that. you can check it all. Yeah, right. that's, oh, it's yeah. nice. It's nice. So check it out. And of course, on the episode where we talked about the albums that you're looking forward to, uh, Luis picked the uh, upcoming DJ Premier and Pete Rock. Yeah. Uh, is collaboration ver- is it versus is that what it's called uh, I don't know the name of the album I but I know that supposedly that the first single is dropping really soon so. can't wait for, uh, can't wait to hear that so uh, we're gonna get to our segment and uh, we're gonna get to episode number three uh, what do you call it we <laughs> <laughs> called it before the round table is that what it was uh, Luis's round table Luis's round table yeah you got the I'm at the round table where you'll see that I'm at the round table where you'll see that La Mesa Redonda. All right. Ooh, snap. <laughs> Someone got to chase that needle. Um, uh, so it's going to be questions. going to be a little random. You know, this is the way that I think. You know, when I'm in the restroom most of the time, you know, I just pen in the pad. I just write things down. And, uh, you know, so we could have a conversation about hip-hop at the moment, trends, and interesting t- t- titty. No, no, I did not mean to say that. We have a minor in that. (laughs) (laughs) What the? (laughs) It's 
sound like something. Different Nicki tidbits. Minaj. What is that? That's what I meant to say. Little t- tidbits little tid- of information. <laughs> All right. Hit us with them. There's question number one. This is just a general question. Pay attention to, to the questions. So let me ask you, what's more ironic? The fact that Rick Ross, you know, he's a former officer of the law. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a pretty well-known uh, uh, statement. De- de- you know, detention things. officer. Yeah, yeah, he's, a t- he's an officer of the law. Officer Ricky. Uh, there you go. Acting as a cocaine pusher, you know, this is pretty ironic. Mm-hmm. Or that he actually, quote-unquote, can't breathe when he goes up the stairs in his plush mansion. Any thoughts on that? Is that a <laughs> Eric Gardner reference? You can't breathe? It or? might be. It just might be, you know. What's more ironic? Well, I don't think there's anything more ironic than a, a former cop uh, portraying a, a, a drug-selling kingpin as a rapper. But yeah, the funny thing is that reminds me of that scene in Hustle and Flow when he goes to jail at the end, and uh, the guards recognize him, and then they, they slide him his tape, their, their, oh, their, their right, demo yeah. tape. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Rick Ross is a, a presence of a, you know, seems like a big, large cartoon character. You know, yeah. he's like somebody who's like really popular. Um, but at the same time, you know, he's like somehow respected somehow, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people just want to like work with this guy. Well, it didn't even start off like that, right? When he first came out, it was kind of a joke. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I'll give it to him. He has a good voice. I don't know yeah, about his flow. Sure that's what everybody likes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah
That was King Ra. He thought that would be appropriate. Yeah. I mean, this, this is more appropriate for beef. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Lupe Fiasco seems to always be on online and always saying something. True. And did you hear about what uh, he was going back and forth with? What's that guy's name? Daylight? Is that how he says that dude's name? The battle rapper? Yeah, you know, the, the dude who was trying to take a shit on the safe. Yeah. That dude. What the heck? I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, he had beef and it was pretty stupid. Daylight, like, automatically was, like, just talking about Lupe and then Lupe took it wrong. And then Daylight just come, jumped in and just started saying all kinds of shit. I think Lupe Fiasco was Twitter beefing with a bunch of people. I think uh, Freddie Gibbs said something to him on Twitter, too, and he called them a, a bitch-ass N-word. Damn. So uh, you couldn't even change it to... Isaiah Banks, of course, Twitter beefing, whatever. Hold that thought, guys. Hold that thought. You're getting ahead of So the third one that I have here is Q-Tip versus Iggy. We all know about that one, right? That one went back and forth, and Q-Tip went like with a rampant, like, I don't know how many... Uh, postings and yeah, he got all serious on there yeah. and sort of scolded her about the history of hip hop. He was our teacher right there. He was carrying yeah. one in a, a little condescending, assuming that she didn't know any other history. For sure, for sure. So that was C, right? That was C. A, B, C, and that was and D, D is Azalea Banks versus hip hop. <laughs> versus all of hip hop. Hip hop battle royal. The, the, the hip hop nation. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, everybody. So which one would we like to see as a WWE? <laughs> yeah, which one would you like to see? Well, WWE? I, I don't want to see a Q-tip fighting a female, so I'm gonna go. Uh, who would I go with? I would go Drake and Tyga. I want to see them. Actually, battle that's royal. what I was having in mind too. I, you know, I don't really know. I, I don't really like both of them. Although I would think that I like Drake more of an MC. But even then, I don't know. Entertainment value. Just give me popcorn. I'll probably watch it. Yeah, Tiger's a pretty small dude, so he'd probably lose if they were actually going to battle Is Drake a big guy, though? Drake is not a big guy, but Tiger's a pretty small dude. All right, all right. Still be entertaining. There you go. Any, yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'd want to see Azalea Banks against all of it. You want to see Azalea Banks? <laughs> I have to agree with that one. You, you, want, that one? Yeah. you guys want to uh, see, see a bunch of dudes beat up Azalea Banks? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like did you say uh, versus Azalea Banks or Iggy Azalea? No, Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks versus all of hip hop. I think I think she could probably take everybody. Out. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Honestly, I want to see Iggy Azalea versus Azalea Banks. It'd be kind of sexy, yeah. two chicks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't make the I didn't make the obvious one. Yeah, yeah that's that would be the yeah. glow, right? Gorgeous ladies <laughs> of wrestling instead of WWE. Sponsored by uh, Johnson and Johnson baby oil. <laughs> and then the dub, you know, then you have Hulk Hogan, you know, right behind, you know, with Riffraff. You want to hit us with your uh, Hogan impression again? Oh, Hulk, Hulk man is going neon, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I love, I love that. Oh, oh, oh yeah, was that. Macho Man, not Hogan. Oh, he said that was Borderline like, Macho Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sip it to Slim Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Question number three. And this is, again, this is a thought. I just had it in my head. You know, Birdman, you know. Birdman's oh, a shit. real popular dude, you know. He's uh, running on the news right now. Uh, he'll be beefing with what? Uh, Little Wayne? Yeah, mm-hmm. taking him to court. So let me ask you, well, Birdman, you know, he rubs his hands a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Videos, he has his hands like he's scheming, making moves. So so it makes me think, does he, do you think he has Little Wayne's bank account password in there? In between his hands? <laughs> you know? When he's rubbing his hands, do you think, what do you think he has in between his hands? Maybe it's a moco. I think, I think he just gives Little Wayne an allowance. I don't think. <laughs> I, I think Birdman controls all the money. You know, think? You know, maybe he's warming up his hands so when he grabs his junk, it's not Oh! <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't the latest news that uh, Little Wayne wants to sue him for 8 mil? Eight that's mil. right. I did read that. That was as of like yesterday. Yeah, 8 mil sue, taking it to court. Mm. That's crazy, though, because, you know, at one point that was like his. Uh, Man, like his dad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call him his daddy. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So 
Question number four. You know, we got the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's coming up. It's next weekend. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. So, you know, it's the end of the football season. So, with that in mind, which MC? This is a question for y'all. I looked it up. Did my research on this one. Which MC both graduated from high school and played high school football? All right? Graduated from high school and played high school football. And there's multiple choice. You're gonna yeah, multiple choice. Cool. We got five to choose from here. Okay? okay. Number one. Two chains. Right? Two chains. Just remember how he looks like, right? Two Titty chains. boy. <laughs> AKA, and I said it <laughs> like, you know, by accident, so there you go. Number two, Nelly. Yeah. You might look. It might be a speedster there, right? Barefoot football player. You well, you always used to wear. Oh, that was football, baseball though. You had the, you know, the things on his face. All right, three. The game. You know. He balls it up. He balls it up. You know, he has the Drew League. Yeah. You know. D. Cameron. How about Cameron. <laughs> Dipset. Wearing a purple mink while he's doing it. How about this. He's, he was mentioned earlier. Action Bronson. Action Bronson. So again, the five, two chains, Nelly, the game, Cameron, and Action Bronson. And I hope Alex isn't looking it up online. <laughs> but you want me to guess? Yeah, guess. Uh, guys. I'll what be the first think? to guess. I'm gonna say Nelly. All right. Uh, well, I know two chains play basketball, and I know he played in college for a little bit. All right. And I know Action Bronson did wrestling, so All I right. probably have to do like probably Nelly also. Oh wow. Okay. What do you think? I'm going to say Action Bronson just because I would love to see him on the field. You want to see him on the field, in the football field? Doing a, 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 is it a Raji from uh, Green Bay that does the uh, eating. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So he gets a tackle. <laughs> so the answer... <laughs> suspense for the answer. What's the answer? The answer suspense? is... <laughs> congratulations, Keen Raw and Alex. It is Nelly. Nelly... Play ball high school. He graduated from high school mm. and he played football. So let me just talk a little bit about each. Yeah, Two Chains was a he definitely balled up, and I actually saw some crazy videos of him going crazy in high school. Being a you know he was six six five. He was a tall dude. Six, five, and he actually yeah. played in Alabama State for like a year. And then dropped oh really? Out. Mm. Yeah, dropped out. So I'll get to Nelly last. So the game, you know, obviously basketball, win Dominguez Hills, and he supposedly got a scholarship to play at Washington State. But, you know, he couldn't stay off the weed and he got mm. kicked out of the team. That's what he said. He was playing for Washington State. Cameron. Cameron has a crazy video, too. I think he's in the video with, I think it was Jules. Jules, Montana, whatever. Santana, whatever the hell you say his name. Mm. But in the high school, they were in the high school team. But he said that he was getting looked at by Georgetown at the University of Miami. Those are crazy mm. basketball oh, teams. Yeah. Those are very good college That's basketball legit. teams. But then he dropped out of school and then got his GD. Then he did that rapping thing. Mm. Right? Action Bronson, yes, he played football. Wow. But he didn't graduate. <laughs> he didn't graduate. Yeah, he dropped out. So Nelly, he played ba- baseball and football. But baseball was his, like, thing. You know? He played football too. But he almost got, he got a lot of looks from baseball. He could have possibly been drafted. Mm. But, you know, he did the MC thing. Yeah, I remember on MTV they always had those uh, rock and jocks and Nelly would always play and kick ass. That's why. Oh, I, that's there you why go. Uh, uh, all right. So the fi- fifth question is the Funkmaster Flex question here that I have. So you know he's been having beef re- recently in this last week with uh, with both Jay Z and um, and a magazine. I can't remember the name of the magazine. Do you remember Alex? What it was? Mm-hmm. He was having beef. He was just having beef. 
over social media about an app, right? Mm -hmm. And it's Jay-Z's in the middle of it all. So, you know, they stole us some idea regarding this phone app. But you know what? I don't even give a shit about that. Specifically, how many times did Flex use the atomic bomb sound effect during his 27-minute rant? And I say 27 minutes because he ran it twice. A 10-minute rant, and he had an additional 17-minute rant later on in the week. So that's 27 minutes of Funk Master Flex talking shit. Do we have multiple choice? You just want yes. to guess a number. Yes, okay. I'm okay. going to be multiple choice here. All right. That's two for us. How many times are we going to play it? Right? All right. Number one, 50 times. 50 times an atomic bomb. Second, 100. No, Alex, you can't find it online, man. That's not going to be possible. I'm writing down the choices so I know what to guess. Number three, 130. Or D, the whole damn shit was just a fucking bomb. The whole damn shit, he just bombed the whole damn thing. What do you think, guys? I guess first, last time, so let's I'm make my final guess. B, so you said 100. Yeah. All right. All right, Keen Rock. He's going high. That's going high. C, which is 130. That's going to be my guess, too. C, 130. Dude, I think Keen Rock and Alex are a team today. It's 130 <laughs> times. And let me tell you something. That shit was painful to listen to. Mm. I had to listen and count. He didn't make any sense. I, he's just like just a dude who was just going crazy. Probably was hungry. I don't get it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> and of course, uh, shout out to the comedian Hannibal Buress. Oh yeah, tell us more. He did a recording, uh, a mocking Funkmaster Flex playing a bunch of goofy sounds, fart sounds, shit like that. Yeah, so. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> so my last question here. All right. So did you guys hear this? This this came out a few days ago. Nipsey Hustle, you know Nipsey Hustle. Crenshaw, there you go. Crenshaw. I'm about to get to that. <laughs> Just sold sixty copies of his new album. It's called Mailbox Money, at a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Sixty people bought it for a thousand dollars a piece. So you know, with that logic in mind, and you so happen to have some extra loot handy, right, in your pocket. Mm. Would you pay $1,000 for the Mad Villain 2? Doom, you know, if for the listener who don't know, that's Doom and Mad Lib collaboration, which I think most of us here would agree would. Well, you know, it's something we're waiting for to hear. Here's my question. Sure. If I paid that $1,000, would I get exclusive rights to it? Would I be able to then turn around and sell it and distribute it myself? Or So if there was only <laughs> 60 copies available. There was only 60, 60 copies copy. available. Would you... Would you pay a thousand dollars for the Mad Villain too? Yes. That was a pretty quick fucking <laughs> answer. No, I'll just wait till one of those sixty people uploaded it to the web and then get it for free. No, but still, with with the with the demand, with only sixty copies, you will get like some legitimate like object, and it'd be worth money. But you wouldn't want to sell it afterwards. So I mean, it's like buying art. Now one of those sixty people is gonna upload it to I'd the buy web. All sixty and break the other fifty-nine. God <laughs> damn, you're a businessman in the house. That's your business. Businessman, you take it to the next level. Ladies and gentlemen, that, that's why they call him King Rob. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I would actually buy it. I like having the actual source material handy. I know that I probably would if. 
But damn, a thousand bucks is crazy. I must, I must be rolling. But it's only like, sixty <laughs> copies, right? And what did we learn in that? Uh, uh, that how many copies were se- uh, seventy thousand? Seventy original? something oh, yeah. thousand. Yeah. yeah. So if you think about it in context, it only makes sixty, and at least seventy thousand people are gonna want it. Well, I want to get to the point where they're actually gonna give like a date of release for this Madeline too. So I'm not sure that's gonna uh, happen. All right. So from here, we're gonna move on to uh, the last set. The last set of uh, this show, episode number nine. Um, first song here is DJ Premier uh, produced a Return of the Crooklyn Dodgers classic from the group, uh, the Crooklyn Dodgers '95, which consists uh, consisted of uh, Chub Rock, OC, and J. Rue from the Clockers soundtrack. So, what's up with that song, Alex? Yeah, that was my uh, third DJ Premier pick, and uh, we should say that before you're actually going to hear the song, you're going to hear the sample. Mm. Uh, Young Holt Unlimited Strangers in the Night is a song that DJ Premier sampled. You'll recognize it right away. It's like the first four seconds. Premier took that, looped it, and made a beautiful beat. Uh, yeah, like Luis was saying, uh, the group was called uh, Crooklyn Dodgers 95. The original Crooklyn Dodgers, I think, was Master Ace and Buckshot. Mm-hmm. That was uh, off the soundtrack to... Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. And Special A. Special A, that's yeah. why I forgot. I can't yeah. forget Special A. That was off of the soundtrack to the Spike Lee movie, Crooklyn. Mm. And this one was a follow-up. Uh, it was a soundtrack to uh, Clockers, which I've never seen, but Luis was telling me that it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining. It's 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 yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Maybe I, I'll check that out. But uh, if the movie's as good as that song from the soundtrack, I'll definitely check it out. <laughs> but I, I picked this song for a couple of reasons. One, I think the, the beat is incredible. Uh, two, I think Chub Rock is a really, really underrated uh, rapper. Mm-hmm. We did a Slept On uh, episode, and we could definitely could have included Chub Rock in, in that episode. Uh, it's really interesting lyrics. Uh, I guess Clockers is about the... Uh, Clockers is slang for kids that sell drugs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, Chub Rock, if you pay attention to his lyrics, he really uh, uh, took his assignment uh, seriously. He <laughs> has some interesting... Uh, uh, lyrics about the crack conspiracy and check it out. I think he starts out by saying nine o'clock. No, what did he say? Now clock oh, kids, geez. who's got the cocaine? Don't tell me it's some little kids on Soul Train. So he's saying that even though crack is uh, uh, popular in the uh, black community, it actually uh, came from uh, people with uh, lighter faces. I think he said. What did he say? Yeah, it comes from other places, not the tinted faces. Yeah. And of course, uh, OC is dope too. He's on that song. OC uh, also slept on. We all, a lot of us know him from. Uh, Time's up, but we don't really know uh, some of the other songs from the Word Life album. Check out OC. And of course, uh, J. Ru the Damager. Uh, we've been listening to some uh, J. Ru the Damager beats produced by uh, Premier. He kills it at the end, too. What do you say? Uh, Peace to the Perverted Monks. Perverted Monks. And Mike Tyson. That's how it ends, right? He says a third person in chat. Peace to East New York, Perverted Perverted Monks, and Mike Tyson. So yeah, Return of the Crooklyn Dodgers by... uh, Crooklyn Dodgers 95 was my pick. Yeah, super dope song. Uh, Rafa, Rafael, he picked uh, Blue. Yes, Blue sir. for uh, P-Rock Produced. That song is called Lemonade. From an EP that I actually never heard of. It's called The Clean Hand from 2013. What's up with this, Rafa? Yes, sir. Uh, Blue is one of my favorite MCs going back to his uh, album uh, with the Exile. Uh, yes. Is it Beneath the Heavens? And, uh, below the Heavens. No, Below the Heavens. Yeah, yeah that shit is... That cuts ridiculous. Originally from out here in the Harbor area, San Pedro. Oh, for real? Yeah, oh, uh, LA represent. Um, this is a collaborative album with uh, Pete Rock on the production, DJ Exile on the cuts. It's only a few tracks on it, but uh, it's a great example of some of the collaborations that he's done. And uh, I just think it's uh, also Lemonade as a tribute uh, uh, to Guru. 
from? Oh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I heard that lemonade was a popular drink, and it still is. <laughs> I thought it was a reference to Chia Lee Funky Lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it back. But yeah, that's my track. <laughs> that's dope. And uh, to, end, uh, to end the show, uh, I chose uh, Ice Cream's classic, uh, Bomb Squad produced, uh, America's Most Wanted. Uh, from the album America's Most Wanted uh, 1990 and uh, you know this whole album was so like uh, important in the sense that you know here's uh, Ice Cube he was in NWA and then all of a sudden um, he has this whole album with my fav- one of my favorite uh, production teams the Bomb Squad yeah. and I was like how could this happen it's like WWE all over again <laughs> you know they're, they're tag teaming and uh, no it's just it's just an amazing album you know it's a great song um, it made me think so much about uh, you know this the intensity of it. It's like a, a remix version in many ways of Chuck D, but it's sort of like West Coast. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah even the cover was like crazy yeah. with like a thousand dudes, um, you know, wearing like Cortez and Nike <laughs> Nike uh, sweater. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it was I, just... I remember when that album dropped and uh, driving around listening to it full blast. And I think I told you guys the story before we. Uh, my homie Steven, shout out to Steven and the Low Low Brothers. Uh, we borrowed his mom's Cadillac and uh, we went and uh, put in an amp without her knowing. Uh, <laughs> dropped it in the Cadillac just so we could uh, listen to this album a little louder. Mm. Uh, yeah, happy memories with this album. Do you know the story of how that album came to be? How he came to work with the Bomb Squad? No. Uh, from. Well, he probably knows it. Well, I did. I do. I did read that he reached out to Chuck D. He, he said he needed uh, advice. You know, he was having problems with Jerry Heller, you know, NWA management. He reached mm-hmm. out to Chuck D and he said, you know, Ice Cube was the one that said, hey, I want to work. I want to work with you. I want to mm-hmm. work with the bomb squad. Like he had it in his idea that he wanted to do something totally different. Mm-hmm. And then Chuck D says, sure, but come over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the story I heard is actually Ice Cube flew to New York to work with a different producer, Sam Sneed. Oh, but supposedly Sam Sneed stood him up. And he just happened to run into Chuck D and the Bomb Squad and said, "Fuck it, let's let's do the album." Oh, but shit. Uh, yeah. I don't know what story is correct? No, actually, uh, it's not too off. Like I think I think both of ours are. Yeah, Chuck D uh, said to yeah, I should work with Sam Snead. Like mm. he, he's great, but he also introduced him to the Bomb Squad at the same time. And Sam Snead, I think he was busy or something. Yeah, that's the story I heard that Sam Snead sort of stood him up and kind of left him hanging. That's crazy. And Chuck D and Bomb Squad said, "Fuck it, we'll do the album." Isn't and that we got America's most wanted. Of course, and America with three Ks, right? I'm some militant. Well, and it has one of is that the one that the the intro is the no no thank you not bad hey but uh, I recommend everyone to read the Brian Coleman book the Check Technique Part Two it has a whole chapter on the making of this uh, of this album nice and uh, Luis was kind enough to let me borrow that and I'm gonna start reading this oh, so I could man, educate, read it. educate myself there you go. shout out to Brian Coleman if you're out there listening you want to be a guest on Six in the Morning <laughs> two or two of the three of us have read your book <laughs> yeah, come on shout over. Out. And if yeah. you'll be a guest, I'll buy your book too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, before we go, I want to send some shout outs uh, b- before this uh, episode. Uh, Tony G, Tony Gonzalez3141 on Instagram. Shout out uh, his favorite producers, Rizza. Uh, maybe in the next episode, we'll get some Rizza tracks on and maybe throw some in the background for you. And uh, I just wanted to follow up on our last episode. Uh, it was a very fun episode on the Slept On artist. Uh, I want to uh, send a shout out to Superstar Kwamala. He actually, uh, we've been 
uh, going back and forth yeah. on email. The, it's actually also known as uh, Professor Kwame out there at Cal Berkeley. Uh, I want to send some love out to there. And you to, should apologize for getting his name wrong. Yeah, the first for, for butchering his name on the first <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, uh, he's actually superstar Kwamala. Yeah. It was not easy, though, to say. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, he took the time to actually listen to our first episode and uh, gave us his story about his first experiences uh, with hip hop and uh, some of the first songs. They caught his attention, including uh, Cold Crush Brothers, and um, uh, also want to give him some love. Congratulations on his first kid. Oh, what? Uh, he has uh, his, his last uh, uh, last production was with his brother. Uh, hey, these are homies now, huh? <laughs> this is becoming like Art LeBeau. Yeah, this is Art LeBeau. We yeah, started yeah. with Art LeBeau. We're ending with yeah, Art LeBeau. Him, him and his brother, and Dequan. And this next one goes out. <laughs> little, little sleepy to uh, Shy Girl. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. since we're doing uh, erratas here, um, I actually wanted to uh, say that I got it incorrect. Last week it was Jean Grey's dad wasn't Ahmad Jamal. Uh, I got it wrong, but I'm glad I'm able to correct it. It was Abdullah Ibrahim. He's a classic uh, pianist. And I actually thought about it when I was driving. I go, why did I say my Jamal when I left here? Oh, shit, I got that wrong. Yeah, because I was definitely shocked by that. I figured I would have heard that already because my Jamal is pretty famous, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real famous. So, um, like always, um, follow us on Twitter at 6 in the morning, S-I-X in the morn, M-O-R-N. We'll follow you back. Speaking of Twitter, I want to shout out uh, Malkovich Music. He reached out to us. Uh, support the grind. He's got a uh, new album out on uh, Malkovich Music Bandcamp. And also uh, Jean Grey, she reached out. She's got a new uh, a new project out on Bandcamp too, uh, Jean Grey Bandcamp. Who else in the past have uh, reached out to us? And Arrested Development also reached out to us. I think they retweeted some other. Retweeted something? There you go. Shoot, I'm but not... they're just promoting themselves. Let's not give too many shots. <laughs> All right, that's good. Coming yeah, like power oh, the Shout out to this person. Oh, shout out to that. Hey, Arla Bo does it though, man. <laughs> All right, follow us on Instagram at 6 in the morning show. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 6 in the morning show. And most importantly, follow Alex. I did not write that. That was Alex. On Twitter and Instagram at Carbaja, C-A-R-B-A-J-A-L, me. At, uh, check out his website, Carbaja.me. <laughs> did I say that right? I-, I was just trying to make him laugh by saying it most importantly. But of course, uh, you should tell him to follow you too, Luis. What's your... Man, I don't even know, man. You what is it? Know. You know it more than I do, man. <laughs> Luis, is it uh, at the Luis? Hey, King Ra. What's up? What, oh, yeah, any follow s- me at King R H A official on Twitter or King underscore R H A on Instagram. Yeah, and for the record, Luis's uh, Instagram is at Luis Six in the Morning. There you go. And his Twitter is at L R A M I R One Two. Ralph is R A H S Q U A T C H. Follow who? Follow Rafael looks like Amber Rose. Uh, Rafael looks like Amber Rose. Yeah. I heard he looks like Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull. Yeah, man. Ya tu sabes. Any last words, y'all? Uh, last words. Uh, thank you for listening again. The songs that we're about to listen to are Crooklyn Dodgers '95, Blue. What was the blue song called? Lemonade. Lemonade. And of course, uh, Ice Cube. Please, song called Most Wanted with three Ks. This has been yeah. six in the morning. Thank you for listening. Word.
it up with the juice Swear proof be stepping hot as in the truth Do my blues be popping off in my what to what? Ten minutes up till I be popping off Illuminary with the blueberry rocks I got the new bird chucks Chuck Berry socks Need a uh, cherry drop with the cranberry scotch I ain't a blues guy That ain't money when I cruise by uh, Chain hawking on and freaks stay walking I'm a two-fly nigga Suit-tie nigga Choose wise match like lighters ain't lit up Had a zoo too hot I was the new nigga in a nine two times daily day and night baby sitting is it just me fitting like plush seats being just be kind of like just plays nigga get your roof pause out of my sheep coat blu passes for the deep thoughts lemonade 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 i'm talking about trailers ladies on a board with bottles to pop Shit up in my whip, the models, the amount of money falling out of my pocket. It's like it's Eddie, hood heavy with the Chevy white walls. I'm a ball, all the money and the stars in the sky falling. Big bosses run shit, why try crawling? I was fine walking out of my mind into this real world. One hand open trying to fail for notorious deals, the film's foreign. Built for the love, but a real and still strong. Quarter mills make you wonder what kind of mills fulfill. I want the ass on the platter with the bills too. I'm spilling loot out of my misery like champagne. Still in tune with the ladder to do the damn thing Step your man's game up, man's way up Roll that draw in the bill, blaze one up for the Lemonade was a popular drink Crush the tall can, soft hand, fun crush, plush the whole shit down. Bridgetown, Barnum and Bucks, I put the split down. Big South, part of my chucks, what the fuck, my Chevy being heavy. And heavy brands ready with the skins, let him in, nah, bruh. He never met me, just learn over a burning bush herd. Close your curtains, emerging from the bridge with kids. Burglar for burners, burning Ernie in the front seat. With the attorney working on the mass capers, your papers, they're not concerned me. Don't worry about the Burley brothers with me, they get in the cut. Play the fence like the Taylor Fitch, your feelings get cut.
Like a black thing. Word. 